Food bloggers, hi, how are you today? Thank you so much for tuning in to the Eat Blog Talk podcast. This is the place for food bloggers to get information and inspiration to accelerate your blog's growth and ultimately help you to achieve your freedom, whether that's financial, personal, or professional. I'm Megan Porta, and I've been a food blogger for over 12 years. I understand how isolating food blogging can be at times. I'm on a mission to motivate, inspire, and most importantly, let each and every food blogger including you, know that you are heard and supported. If you know anything about Tastemaker Conference, you know that this is going to be a great conversation. I have a chat with Chandice Probst. I love Chandice. She is the best. She is business partner and sponsor director of Tastemaker Conference. Her partner is Abby Rodriguez, who is not able to join us, but I love them both equally. In this conversation, Chandice and I talk about the importance of networking and community for business growth. We have a great conversation talking about all things networking, starting from really simple things like reaching out to somebody on Instagram all the way to attending an in-person event. So tune in. This is episode number 373, sponsored by Rank IQ. Hey, awesome food bloggers. Before we dig into this episode, I have a really quick favor to ask you. Go to your favorite podcast player, go to eBlog Talk, scroll down to the bottom where you see the ratings and review section. Leave eBlog Talk a five-star rating if you love this podcast and leave a great review. This will only benefit this podcast. It adds value. And I so very much appreciate your efforts with this. Thank you so much for doing this. Okay, now on to the episode. Tastemaker Conference is the premier food blogger conference and community for food content creators. It is a place where food bloggers and content creators don't just meet, they make. You will make contact with incredible brands and foodies. You will make career goals attaining invaluable information on the business aspects of the industry. Most importantly, you will make the lifelong connections in a community of like-minded creatives who want to influence the world with their gift for food. Chandis, welcome back to Eat Blog Talk. How are you doing today? I'm good, thanks. I'm so glad to be back. Always, always excited to talk to you. You always make me happy. To start our chat, do you have another fun fact to share with us? Oh, yes. This will be, well, I work with Tastemaker. I'm Abby's business partner and sponsor director over there, as you mentioned. And so I would love to share that in the last few months, we have grown our team to seven team members and they're all women-owned, women-run. Ran. So the- that is so awesome. <laughs> Yay, woman power. Woo. Yeah. <laughs> it's growing very fast. It. We've had a lot of people be like, wow, we've seen a lot of job opportunities come through our email. So we're growing yeah. and that's exciting. <laughs> oh, I love it. That just shows how amazing you are. You guys, You guys are so inspiring. Well, thank you. We're grateful for our community who makes it all happen. <laughs> oh, okay. I'm excited to talk about the importance of networking and community today because as you know, Chandis, I believe so strongly in this as well. I know you and Abby both are huge proponents of it. So yeah, just talk about that. Like, How important do you feel networking is for food bloggers? I think it's one of the biggest the biggest things you can do to grow and thrive as a food blogger. Obviously, there's all the tasks that we need to complete. But when it comes to networking, that's where the heart and soul come in, where you can connect with other people who genuinely understand what this life is like, because it's kind of a different world, wouldn't you say? <laughs> yes, it is a different world. <laughs> like, Have you ever sat down at family dinner or Thanksgiving and you kind of start talking you know, shop, yeah. work, and people are like, what? What are you talking about? 
people don't ever understand. You get the glazed eyes every time, right? Right. And so finding that tribe and that community who understand what this means, what what is she talking about when she says SEO or my editorial calendar or my writer or whatever those things may be is so important. And also it's fantastic now with, you know, with Tastemaker, we're very, very, we really love to be inclusive and include everybody. And our amazing team member, Amanda Willens, she created this beautiful document where you can find influencers of different ethnicity and you can reach out to if you have a brand that reaches out to you and says, Hey, we'd love to work with you on this project, but you feel that it would be more fitting first. You don't have the bandwidth or whatever, then reach to this first rather than just your first to go people you reach out to normally try to diversify the way you reach out and, and branch out as well. Oh, I love that you guys are doing that. I think that is such a good message to the rest of us too, like how to conduct our businesses and think about including people and being diverse and not going to the same people all the time. So you guys are setting a good trend there. And what you said earlier about just being understood, I think that's really important too to highlight. There's so much value in finding people who understand you. I feel like being misunderstood is such a disadvantage. So community and networking is such a good way to feel like, oh my gosh, I'm not alone. (laughs) People understand what I do. Other people do the same thing. Yeah. So, so much value there. And Tastemaker does such a good job of doing that. Oh, well, thank you, Megan. We've really tried to expand to that vertical. We're trying to make tastemakerconference.com the one-stop for everything you need for food blogger education. So you can do our virtual conference. You can come to our conference in Chicago. We have a bunch of workshops. And now on the website, speaking of, you know, networking, we have this freelance directory. So any of any of our food blogger friends in the community can add themselves to this directory. So if you are an incredible photographer, drop your information there. So when people are looking for a food photographer, they can find you. It is pretty great. It it's very thorough. It says the location, experience, language, full-time, remote. It gives a blurb. It gives an opportunity to showcase some of your photos, a picture of you. You can highlight things like women-owned or member of BIPOC or things like that. So it's really in-depth and exciting. We are, we are so excited to expand this. Mm, I love that you guys did that. So Chandice, what if somebody's listening and they're like, yes, please, I want to feel more understood and <laughs> and heard and I want friends and I want to network. Where do you think they should start? Well, I definitely think that finding an in-person conference is great. Obviously, I love Tastemaker. It's my favorite. <laughs> but there are others out there. I just met this darling girl who does YouTube is her main thing. And so she goes to this huge YouTube conference where Mr. Beast and all those guys are at. That would make more sense for her, right? And so finding an in-person conference because you cannot replace the feeling you get of meeting people in person. We've we've seen the cutest reunions of people who are like, we've been best friends for six years, but we've never met in person. <laughs> oh, I love that so much. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. So it's really sweet. So I would say 
first and foremost, find a way to connect in person with people in your community. Now, I understand that budgets don't always allow for that. So then I would encourage you to find something virtual where you can do that so you can still turn on the computer and see people's faces and try to connect that way. We do have a virtual conference every September. And we started that during COVID as a way to make up for not being able to meet in person. And it was funny because we were only going to do it for that amount of time. But everyone loved it. And they said, no, 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 we want this option as well because it it provides, you know, an opportunity for those who can't travel or don't have the financial means to be able to do a full in-person conference. So find an in-person conference or a virtual conference where you can connect with like-minded individuals first and foremost. Oh, yes. There is nothing like in-person. And you hear that and you like kind of believe it. But then when you experience it, there's so much magic that comes from meeting people face to face and like seeing their mannerisms and getting to know them, their human form. There's so much value there. So I say my vote, if you can swing, you know, like if you have to take an airplane, if you can swing airfare and lodging and the conference, do it, like put it in your budget and make it a priority because you will come away so grateful that you made that investment in your business and your life. Yes. It's not just a business investment. It's a life investment. It really, it really is. And, you know, the thing is, is that how you're, how you're connecting with people at the event, these are going to go on to be lifelong friends. And we've seen that because what happens is we have for us anyway, and probably other conferences, we have a Facebook page where people are like, okay, where are you staying? Do you guys want to rent an Airbnb together? And let's say five women come together in an Airbnb who have no idea each, they know each other's blog, but that's it. Well, these five end up going on to be best friends, you know, and then they continue to meet once a month just to brainstorm and to mastermind together. We've seen that time and time again, Alexandria from the foreign fork and Carly Bittner from Carly cooking with Carly Cooking with Carly. Yes. That was how they met was at at tastemaker conference and they decided to room together and then they have gone on to be fantastic friends. And we've, like I said, we've seen that time and again. And, and this gal that went to the YouTube one said the same thing. It's not, I mean, I think that obviously tastemaker does a good job at that, but most in-person conferences try to facilitate that. Oh, I love Tastemaker for this. I felt like Melissa Erdelak and I are like blogging besties. I met her. I mean, we had kind of met online, but (laughs) I have this funny story. Can I tell you this? Yes. So at Tastemaker, the first ever 2018, Melissa and I had chatted through Instagram. We met there and just like, oh, you're going to Tastemaker. Great. I can't wait to meet you. I'm standing in line for the bathroom and out walks Melissa right in front of me out of the stall. And she was like, Megan? I was like, Melissa? We're like, what a great place to meet. And we started hugging. It was so funny. We're like, well, this is going to go down in history. We met at the bathroom stall. (laughs) (laughs) It's perfect. It is perfect. But yeah, like we, that solidified our friendship when we met in person there because we started immediately talking about blogging and like, oh, do you do this with video? And we just connected immediately and we've formed a really quick, strong bond. And I can't imagine my blogging life without her. So it's yeah you'll you'll find your people there yes everybody deserves a blogger bestie and where you can't imagine your life without them I think most people know Abby and I's story but it was funny because Aaron and I met Aaron from Meaningful Eats is 
Abby and Aaron are my two best friends. And the funny thing is, is they're my best friends in real life too, not just my blog. Like they are the women that I would consider my best friends. Obviously husband, family, mom, you know, that kind of stuff first, but they are incredible. And Aaron and I met at a very niche food blogging conference. It was a food allergy conference. So. Oh, crazy. Yeah. Both of us have celiac disease. And so we went to this food allergy conference and we danced at this like fun after party thing and we hung out and we had so much fun and we stayed really close since then. Well, we ended up going together to a huge conference called Expo West in Anaheim and Abby happened to be there and Aaron knew her from college and she was like, okay, you two need to meet. Something's going to magical is going to happen with you two. And she introduced Abby and I, and then Abby and I went on to work together with Tastemaker and become best friends. So it was literally networking through and through. Oh, yes. And you can't anticipate how that's going to play out when, yeah, beforehand. Like even me and Melissa, like we've compiled all of these friendships. We have this little circle now and I never could have anticipated that beforehand, but there's so much value there. Like not even talking about the value that the speakers deliver at the conference and all of the information you come home with, but there's so much, I think, even more value in those relationships that you make while you, when you go to these conferences. Well, you're not the only one because we do a post-event survey and everyone tells us how much they love hearing from speakers. But I think by the end, of course, everyone is kind of information overload. They're like, ah, you know, yeah. and yep. It really goes back to that saying, you don't remember what people say. You remember how they made you feel. And so everybody's response for the best part of the conference was the networking (laughs) without Mm. film. That happens every time. And it's amazing to me that this happens whether you're at a huge conference or a small conference, because there's many different ways that you can network. We do smaller workshops for between six and 20 individuals. Um, In fact, Megan and I got to get really, you and I got to get really close at that because we did one together and we got to go to dinner and hang out. And that's when you build those relationships. Oh, that was so fun. There's nothing like it. That was super valuable just getting to know you guys on a personal level and getting, yeah, like that small group, there's so much value in just getting to spend time with people in a small group setting. Well, and having you felt like you've experienced that with your own mastermind, that these people mm-hmm. who are a part of it, they they now reach out to one another and, and ask questions to each other, even when you're the facilitator, not there. That's so true. So I'm just wrapping up. We're getting toward the end of 2022 here as we're talking. And this group that we have now has been together for almost a year. They're so close. There's such a tight knit bond between the people in the group. So I feel like, I feel proud of that. Like, okay, I brought the circle together. They got super close and now it's like sending them out on their, you know, (laughs) like, like sending your kid away to college or something like, okay, now go be amazing friends there's something that feels so good. And I'm sure that's what you and Abby feel too, as you, you get these people together and then you watch the magic happen as people connect and then they can kind of go do their own thing. Right. It is literally the most rewarding part of Mm -hmm. Taste. I bet. Well, and that's why, you know, during COVID we did continue to we were able to stay open is because as partners, we agreed we're, we're okay doing this pro bono during this time so that we can continue to build this community because 
that is the most important part of Tastemaker is community. Education and experience are also there. But if you notice, community is first. (laughs) Yeah. And I think I've had this conversation with you and Abby before, but I feel so passionately about, well, a lot of things. But one of the things that I think our passions overlap with is just that need, like food bloggers need community. It's a necessity. Without it, they don't thrive. And you and Abby and I see that need and we will do anything to be like the conduit, like, you know, the gatherer of sorts. Yes. So that, you know, food bloggers can have that. It's so important. I mean, the work I've done on this podcast, as an example, I don't get paid for the pot. Like I've put thousands of hours into this podcast and I don't care because it brings people together and food bloggers need that. And I see that and you guys see that. And I think I'm just so grateful for you guys that you see the importance of that as well. We feel the same about you because I wish you could read the comments that we've seen. In fact, we should probably start forwarding them to you. But we have heard dozens and dozens of comments about how your podcast has brought this community together and how people feel like your podcast is the best and they love learning and they love feeling like a sense of community just listening to the guests that you have on, you know? You're going to make me cry, Chandice. No, it's It's great. You're doing so many great things. And and I think, you know, someone may be listening saying, what can I do though? Like, I'm just, I'm just small beans over here. Just started my blog. What can I do? Well, guess what? There's a million other people, maybe not a million, but there's a lot (laughs) of other bloggers who are in your same boat who are like, I, I'm just trying to qualify for ad networks and I'm not there yet. And, and you know what? They are, they're needing you. They're not needing to hear from someone who's making a hundred thousand with their ad network. They want to hear from someone who's with them in the trenches trying to get there as well. Exactly. And so find a way to start those communities. Facebook groups are a fantastic way to do that. I know you love like clubhouse or something. Yes. Yes. Clubhouse is a great way to do that as well because you can actually there it's free. You can actually just like talk. You can use your human voice to have conversations with people. So it's not just written in a forum or in a Facebook group, it's super valuable. There's a collection of food bloggers, I would say, uh, maybe up to 30. We meet every Thursday, most Thursdays, like once in a while we don't, but we just get together and we chat and we have no structured agenda. We just get together like, hey, what's going on this week? Oh, Pinterest creator rewards just died. Okay, let's talk about that. You know, like we just kind of go with the flow. So find that place, whether it's in a forum, on Facebook, in Clubhouse. All of you are invited to Clubhouse, by the way. If you don't know what that is, reach out to me and I can share. Or like part, my mastermind group is a so powerful. Just trying to think of other ways. Oh, retreats too. Retreats are another really great way to connect in person outside of conferences. Yes. And that doesn't need to be organized by an organization. In fact, some of the best retreats are organized by the people who just want to attend, you know? Yeah. And they say, hey, there's five of us who are on this about close to the same level. Let's all go and mastermind and retreat together because there is something when you stay in a house together. We just finished up a retreat for Tastemaker because we usually try to do four smaller events in addition to our virtual and our in-person conference. And so we just finished up food photography and it was at our at this gorgeous barn in Virginia. And Sam from Frosting and Fettuccine led the workshop. 
And she is just one of the most incredible humans on this planet. She is so sweet. She's awesome. (laughs) Yes, we just love her. So she came and then we had all these amazing women and nobody knew each other before. Nobody. And when you spend that many days in a home with people and you eat all your meals together and you talk together, like Jen from Peel with Zeal, she sat down with me. Okay, so this goes back to like Aaron and I. We are in the exact same niche. My blogger bestie, my real life bestie, we are in the exact same niche. So, oh, wow. We, we, yeah. So we could have taken that and been like, oh, no way am I going to share my knowledge with her. No way. But instead, we built each other up. We share our wins with each other. We, we grow together. If I learn something, I share it with Erin. If Erin learns something, she shares it with me. And Jen did the same thing when I was there because she's also kind of in the gluten-free space. And she was like, Chandice, you're doing your web stories wrong. Let me show you how to do them right. I was like, wow, that was so nice, (laughs) you know? Yes. And that's how you connect. And and for me, like, I love giving back through sponsor work. So if I have a sponsor contact for someone who I know would be a great fit, it is my honor to introduce them to that sponsor. Yeah, you are so good at that. Let's take a really quick break to talk about a service I'm really excited to share with you. As a food blogger, you've got so much on your plate. You are busy developing recipes, taking photos, writing posts, managing social media, and all of the other things. You work hard to help your readers live a more delicious life. Even though you enjoy working in your business, I think we all do it because we love it, your to-do list is probably a mile long. You know what I'm talking about. And maybe there are certain things you'd rather not deal with, such as writing. If writing is not your cup of tea, you do not have to go it alone. Heather Eberly is a content writer for food brands. She uses copywriting and marketing techniques to grow your business so you can focus on doing the things you love. If you want to gain Google traction, stand out from the crowd, and take your income to the next level, Heather can help you. Go to eatblogtalk.com forward slash resources to get more information about Heather's services. Again, go to eatblogtalk.com forward slash resources and click on Heather's link. And now let's get back to the episode. I think that's a great point to bring up though. Like getting into a community sometimes means that you have to face your quote competition, but I hate that word because I don't, I personally don't ever feel like I'm competing with food bloggers. I feel like we're all doing the same game. We're all in it for the same reason. And there are a million different ways to pivot. So if someone is like, for example, if someone takes your keyword, go find a different keyword. Like I just never get offended by that sort of thing because it's like, we're all doing it. It's fine. We're all going to make our way. We all have unique voices. We all have our different ways to shine. So seeing it as this word community instead of like, oh, it's competition, right? I I just don't like that word at all. Yes. And it goes back to the abundance mentality versus scarcity mentality. When you have an abundance mentality that there is enough to go around, you will always have plenty. When you have a scarcity mentality, you will have scarcity in your business, in your life, in your relationships. And so it's so important to focus your mind on abundance mentality, that there, that we can learn from each other. We can grow from each other. There's enough sponsors that want to work with people. There's enough spots for keywords. Sure. Does number one give you more backlinks and all that? Yeah. Yeah. We know all of that, (laughs) but, 
gosh, this job is going to be really crummy if that's all you focus on. Yeah. Oh, that's so true. So I have a keyword example. So in one of my recent-ish, like within the past six months or so, I did a Rank IQ ad. And I in those ads, I try to talk through like how much I love Rank IQ. And one of the things I talked through was a specific keyword that I used that did really well. It went to the top and I got like tons of traffic. Since that aired, other people took that keyword and have like done great made great posts and they've like beat me out on Google. And I was telling a food blogger about this and they were like, oh my gosh, that's terrible. And I was like, no, it's not. I'm like, that's <laughs> amazing that first of all, they saw that opportunity and then took it and did something better. I am like proud of them. Mm-hmm. So I think that's the attitude we all have to have is that when you cheer people on, like you're saying, Chandice, we bring in, we invite in that abundance and then more comes to us anyway because there's always enough. There's always enough keywords. There's a million bajillion keywords out there to go grab. There's always enough. And I remember when I first, my mom and I wrote a cookbook called Gluten-Free on a Budget. And we asked Tammy Credicott, who does the Healthy Gluten-Free Life, which I don't know if she does it much anymore, but her husband was also the founder of Paleo Magazine. And we asked her to write our foreword because she's just so incredible. And I remember her just saying that there's enough to go around. There's plenty to go around. There's no reason why I shouldn't support you in your endeavors in the gluten-free community because I have a gluten-free blog, you know? Yeah. And I thought it was I thought it was so, it stuck with me since then. I really love that. And I try to remember that. It is natural for us to feel competitive. I want to preface with that. It is natural. Most people are competitive in their gut. <laughs> and so, you know, one of the most recent people that we brought on to Tastemaker, her name is Candice Ward, and she's from Eat More Cake. And she also does pitching for bloggers, helping them learn how to pitch and stuff like that. Well, obviously, that's something that I do with Tastemaker as well. And it was funny because when we were hiring her, we were hiring her to join the sales team with myself. Like I'm the sales team right now and I need somebody else. And so when we first saw her, I was, I was like, oh my gosh, we're basically the same person. (laughs) We do all the same things. And I could have been like, oh, oh no, no, no. I don't want to compete with her. But in my mind, I thought, how fantastic that there is another person as enthusiastic and excited as I am about tastemaker and about selling things. Cause most people don't like selling things yes. <laughs> and, and Candace does. And it's so funny. We have Candace and Chandis and we have Abby and Gabby. So what? I know that is not a coincidence, right? That's crazy. We joked, we have Amanda and Leslie and Jocelyn. So we need to find people who <laughs> rhyme with them. Ooh, Jocelyn might be a challenge. (laughs) That one might be a challenge. But she's so incredible and excited about selling. And if anything, how great is that, that now I can take some of the load off of selling our sponsorships and and hand that to someone who is more than capable. In fact, she has so many things that I can learn from her. And her humility is fantastic, too. She came right in and she's like, teach me what I need to know. And And she's just great. And it was one of those moments where I realized another person directly in my, you know, wheelhouse, I can work with her and we can grow and and thrive and make Tastemaker even better, or we can have a a competition mentality, you know? Yeah. And good for you for seeing that and having that perspective, because I mean, there are probably many people in the world who would have taken the competition approach and been like, oh, well, who does she lie? I'm better, you know, like I can do it better or whatever. But you are like, you have to have a little humility and just 
see the bigger picture. Like we're all in this together. We're all working together. We're a community. We support each other. Yeah. And that's one of my favorite things about you guys is that you're so, so supportive of people. Thank you. Well, we appreciate that about you as well. And I will say this doesn't necessarily come easy for me. When I was younger, I was definitely more competitive. I didn't feel as abundantly giving towards work stuff, but that's what happens when you go from your 20s to your late 30s, right? (laughs) Oh gosh, that is so true. And that's a good thing to remind everyone about that it's it's not something that comes naturally for most of us. No, and it's not. And you can see that difference in 20-year-old bloggers versus 40-year-old bloggers, usually. Usually. Yeah, there are exceptions, but I totally agree. You can kind of get that feel, like the competition feel. You know what I mean? You but just then get you that, find like, those gems who have already figured yes. it out, and you're like, look at you. You're 22, and you figured out how to be so generous. And you know what? The abundance is going to come to you so much faster than everybody else. <laughs> It's so true. It's That's 100% true. I believe that. So if someone's listening and they want just a friend, we've mentioned a few things like join me in Clubhouse, try to get to a conference, retreat. But what if they're intimidated by all of that? Do you have like a really simple step one, like start with this? Yes. So my... <laughs> Something I did was two of my favorite, favorite bloggers ever are Eden from Sugar and Charm and Jenny from JennyCookies.com. And at the time when I was really looking towards them, I was much, much smaller in my blog. And not that I'm like huge now or anything like that, but I'm just meaning it was very beginning stages for me of really taking my blog seriously. And I just reached out to them and I said, I love what you're doing. And I would love to, I would love to become friends and kind of get to know each other. I ended up going to Portland and going, I, I went to Jenny's bake shop and I couldn't eat anything, which was quite funny because it's none of it's gluten-free, but I went and I spent an hour and a half with her, I believe hour. And we just masterminds together. We talked And at the time it was something she was offering as a paid service and it was great. So obviously it wasn't like, I mean, she was there because I was paying her, but then the friendship and not like we hang out or anything, it's different than Aaron and I, but that, that community, that friendship has continued on and we've, we've, she comments on my stuff or I comment on her stuff or whatever, but not being scared to reach out to somebody, maybe look at two bloggers that influence you, that you feel really inspired by and reach out to them and see Maybe if you could just do a call or chat and you may have to pay for it. At the time, that was something I did have to pay for, but it was okay because it gave me the confidence then to move forward and do more. Mm, That made me think of a line. So I have a like business life mentor and he, something he said to me once, so important for all of us to remember, when you don't have the confidence to do something, use courage. So sometimes... It's like really scary to do that sort of thing, but just do it anyway. And then that's going to build on your confidence. So dig that's in. That's so perfect. <laughs> I know. I, I know. I, I use that all the time. I remember it quite frequently in my life. Yes. I love that. So Tastemaker is coming up and I would love to hear because I've been to every Tastemaker. Love it. I tell everyone to go if they can. I want to hear what you guys have in store this year. Is there anything different about previous years? Give us a scoop. Yeah, definitely. We're so excited to have everyone come back. 
we do have a special $30 off code for your community only. And we don't have very many tickets left. So historically, we always sell out of our tickets. We anticipate they'll be sold out by mid-January. And so I would say if you're going to do it, grab your ticket right away because they will be sold out just like they have every every oh, other wow. year. Okay. So this year, I'm so excited. We have expanded. So last year, was it was hard for me because the food all still had to be boxed and it was very... We were still doing the COVID stuff, and I understand that we needed to follow the guidelines of Chicago, but I can't tell you how excited I am to have our grandiose, beautiful food displays back. Oh, yes. (laughs) So we'll be really doing a lot with the food. We have incredible sponsors, incredible sponsors this year. Uh, Mediavine is, of course, our presenting title sponsor, and we could not love them more. They are just good people. And they literally spent their entire time last year helping people. They just got on their computers and helped people. Same with Nerd Press, Top Hat Rank. So because we had so much interest in our tech sponsors, we have dedicated the entire third floor now to tech, like all tech sponsors. So we have Rank IQ, Flowdesk, ConvertKit, Mediavine, Top Hat Rank, Google, Amazon Alexa. I mean, everybody. It's so exciting. That's so awesome. You guys, you guys are awesome. Thank you. Well, we're so excited. So everyone loved that because what we're doing is where we used to have three classes at a time and then you would choose to attend one, there will be two plus an open tech tech hall, meaning you can choose to attend one of the classes or go to the tech hall. And each of those sponsors will be doing something for you on your site, meaning they'll do a quick audit or they'll help you with a quick logo something or help you whatever you need. They're there to support you. They literally are an entire floor to tech support for bloggers. So it's pretty that's valuable. Like thousands of dollars worth of tech support on one hall. (laughs) So one one level. So we're really excited about that. That was a big change. Also, we are doing a happy hour the first night and we have yet to do a happy hour. So we're very excited. But our happy hour sponsor on Thursday is New Product Events, and they are bringing in another 15 brands to network with you during happy hour. Whoa. Yes. So like taking our incredible sponsors that we already have, which I mean, they are, I'll just try to name some of them. I mean, like I said, it was Mediavine is our presenting title sponsor. We have all the tech sponsors, like I just mentioned. We also have the National Honey Board is our breakfast sponsor. We have Caflon, so 360 Cookware, Caflon, Rubbermaid, Food Saver, Sistema, Ball, Lulu. They're there to help you write your own book. They're publishing, they're showing you how to publish your own book. We have uh, Whisk, Google Creators, I mean, Redmond, so many brands, Thermoworks, so many incredible sponsors. We're excited. So, but with our happy hour, they're bringing in an additional 15 sponsors for you to then kind of have like a speed networking and, and little bites and drinks and things like that. So we are very excited about that because it's a whole nother event, basically. That's like a whole new layer that you guys are adding. Yeah. Yes. Yes. We're so excited. It'll be so fun. And on that first day after the happy hour, or after, sorry, the second day on Friday, we actually moved our excursion dinner to Friday from Saturday because we heard the feedback that a lot of people are flying out Saturday afternoon. So we've moved our excursion dinner to Friday and we lowered the price so more people could attend. Oh, good. And when do you open? I know, do you wait until closer to the event to open that up or when does that happen? 
Yeah. So the excursion dinner, which happens on Friday night, and it is like a two and a half hour beautiful dinner. I think you came to it last year, right? I did. It was amazing. I loved it. It's so fun. And we have amazing sponsors for that. It will be open January 8th, I believe, is when the sales, the tickets go on sale. So that's on Friday evening. And then on Saturday morning is, and that's for 75 people. So those tickets, again, will go very fast. And then Saturday morning is the excursion cooking class. And we've rented out the entire chopping block facility now for just us. So we'll have 50 tickets to that. And it's going to be so fun. Last year, the cooking class, everyone went home with a piece of like beautiful stainless steel cookware. It was just, it's so fun. So many good times. So outside of the community, you guys have added all of these amazingly valuable layers that hopefully gets everyone excited to go. I'm already pumped just hearing you talk through that. I'm like, oh my gosh, how much How much longer? <laughs> yes, it'll be so fun. Make sure you get business cards printed. We are. We also have one more influencer event. It's the Housewares Show Influencer Networking, which is taking place on Friday right before the excursion dinner from 6 to 7.30. We walk over to the... So the Housewares Show is the biggest show and revenue earner for the city of Chicago in Q1. So it is huge. Last year, Martha Stewart was there. The cake guy, what's his name? I don't remember his name. Wasn't Rick Bayless there? Was that who you're thinking Rick of? Rick Bayless was there. There was a ton. So it's huge. I mean, it's huge. Martha was there. So <laughs> everyone's there. And it's it's the entire conference center. and Well, not the entire thing, but a huge portion of it. And it's all housewares brands where you can go and the we heard feedback from those attendees who actually took advantage to go do that on Saturday after the cooking class. They made so many connections with brands that they moved on to like do things with them. It was so fun to hear. So we have that little mini networking thing on Friday evening from 6 to 7.30 together. And then on Saturday, everyone who comes to Tastemaker gets a free ticket to the housewares show, which is huge. Oh, amazing. This is so valuable. I hope that... I mean, it's going to be an amazing time, but I hope it exceeds your expectations to both you and Abby. I know you guys have high standards and we definitely see that. And just from all of us to you guys, to both of you, thank you for showing up the way you do. We appreciate you so much and we probably don't say that enough, but we love you guys and thank you so, so, so much. Thank you so much, Megan. We just adore you. Always, always, always. <laughs> you're you're incredible. Thank you. You're so sweet. Is there anything that you feel like we've missed out on that we need to chat about before we say goodbye, Chandice? No, I would just say let's leave it with the two quotes that were most important to you and I is when you don't have when you don't have confidence, act on courage and remember to have the abundance mentality versus scarcity mentality. Oh my gosh, you're good. Wrapping it up with that. That was good. Nice work. Thanks. We'll put together show notes page for this whole episode. You can find that at eblogtalk.com forward slash tastemaker. So go there and check everything out for that code that Chandice mentioned too. So yeah, I mean, we all know where to find you, I think, but why don't you just reiterate on all the platforms where we can find you at? Yeah. So tastemakerconference.com is our website. Everything is there as far as ticket sales and all of that on Instagram. We are at Tastemaker Conference. I've actually never been on that other platform that's big right now. What's it called? <laughs> the one that everyone videos? TikTok? TikTok. I've oh never been gosh. on that. I'm pretty you sure haven't? we haven't. 
we have a TikTok account, but I have not, I have yet to use it. That's why Amanda does social media. She's great. <laughs> oh my gosh. I'm actually kind of envious of that, that you've, yeah, I wish I could <laughs> say that. <laughs> So yeah, yeah, we've started, well, Amanda, Amanda started the TikTok over there. So I think it's all just at Tastemaker Conference, Facebook, Instagram, TikTok. Yeah, I think that's everything. (laughs) Well, to wrap up, I can't wait to see you, Chandice, in a few months. And I can't wait to see everyone who's listening who is going to Tastemaker. Please come up and give me, and I'm offering hugs, Chandice, to you too. Give Chandice a hug too. She's a hugger. And yeah, we'll see you there. And thank you so much for listening today. I will see you in the next episode. Thank you so much for listening to this episode of Eat Blog Talk. Please share this episode with a friend who would benefit from tuning in. I will see you next time.